0: Man base. I paid, shouldn't pay bays in the new edition <coughs> Mitch and we're going to be finished with the safer very soon There's a friend of mine who, who called me from Yisraeli who's a, who's a professional uh, writer, translator done a lot of svarm, So he told me that that, that um that the uh, the next project is uh, the next project is a new translation of the Hovizat Talmidim from the from the Rebbe with a with a Hebrew with an Akudas on one side and the English on the on the opposite side. Havzat Talmidim, That that's gonna not that's probably not gonna be for at least a year. So we'll see Mr. Shamata continue with maybe we're going to learn how's that after we finish is we'll see. Okay, Oysman so Beis. Rebbeinu Shlomo, kamim kamimay avdecha. I'm sure by now you've noticed that there are quite a few, there are quite a few pieces here where the Rebbe, where the Rebbe drifts off to to um, ruminations about death and how short life is, and it's it's really quite remarkable, taking into account the the events that, that were to befall him and the Jews of Europe. So here's another here's another piece where, where the Rebbe expresses an, an unbelievable sense of urgency in his Avaidah as if the days are numbered. Which again, it's, 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 it's hard to understand. We don't know exactly when each of these were written but most of them, there's no question that they were written uh, during the Rebbe's prime when when uh, there was no particular grave danger that was hanging over him and before there was any before there was any knowledge of uh, Of a final solution being planned So here also, Rebbe Shalom, come may have decha So the Rebbe says, the Rebbe asks, Baruch look how How many days are there that a person has altogether the opportunity the privilege to serve you? And the Rebbe the says, "When will I finally be able to fulfill my my obligation that I've committed myself to, and my soul, that I have that I have promised to draw out from my soul these works, these swarm." We only have we only have a few of the of the uh, we only have a few of the works of the Rebbe, the ones that there were there were a certain Kiswayat, there were certain documents that we're never going to have until Mashiach comes, and then there were the Swarm that the Rebbe had in his mind in his heart that he wanted to that he wanted to eventually publish, and again we don't have those we won't have them. The little that we have, <clears throat> we're grateful for. These swarm which would contain great principles and hadracha guidance and concepts, ideas, imahem. So he says that 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 um, his mind and his heart, his soul is is pregnant with these with these thoughts of Torah with these works of Torah. higher speako <laughs> shivam shmainam aptisham shnai safaida would seven 80 or even 90 years of, of work suffice lahorik as would saying to to satisfy to carry out this this hope ana hasham hariq ya mai Please, Hashem, give me long years. And let it be that, let it be that my work is very fruitful, meaning that from whatever small amount, whatever I do, that there should go more and more, more and more learning, more and more productivity should come out. This is an idea that that I mean the the uh, the imagery that he's using of a person who's pregnant and then producing or giving birth. This is not new to to people who have been learning Torah. It's not new. It's in Tanakh, It's in Shas. It's in Medrash. And uh, many times I've mentioned here the teaching of the Bnei Sashka that he has in Derech BeKudecha on the first mitzvah of, of having children. Where the Beneshosher writes that the Iker mitzvah of puravu, the main and essential mitzvah of puravu, is being fruitful and multiplying, giving birth to new concepts, new ideas of learning, new ideas of serving Hashem, growing intellectually and emotionally as a Jew. That's the main mitzvah of puravu, to bring more kavod mind, bring more to reveal more of Hashem's light in the world. So what about having children? So the Sosa says, certainly, when you have, with God's help, when you have children, then you're able not only to expand your own, your own understanding and your own connection to Hashem, to give birth to more mitzvahs, and to give birth to more chesed and more Torah learning and so on, but if you have children, then it, then it becomes, then it becomes even more amazing because then, then there's a boy and a girl who are able themselves to grow and to, th- to think and to develop. So, the Menesasa says that the physical mitzvah of having children is only Hechat It's only the most wonderful, the most effective means of bringing more and more Torah to the world. But the essential mitzvah of Purahu is being fruitful and multiplying. So there are people who, so there are individuals, individuals who are, are not, um, blessed with children, but they could be still people who are on the deepest level f- fulfilling this this <coughs> charge of Hashem to, to be Mabukvait Shemayim, you know, and the truth is anytime any one of us has an idea in learning, or we think of something new, we deserve a mazal tov. It should be a mazal tov, he had a baby, or if somebody does a mitzvah that he had a hard time doing until now, or there was, a, or he was able to focus on something in his or whatever. Really, it's, it's a mazel tov. It's something, something that he was expecting. Some of us already overdue with me for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> <We're> overdue. <It's coughs> so, and I've also mentioned that that, that according to Arizal, that that's the deeper meaning of the tefillah, of the Koyangodl, where he went, lifnay, You know that on Yom Kippur, and the Koyangodl will go into the Kachukadosh, one of the tefillahs that we have, it's in the Mahsa, one of the tefillahs that the Kongatal would would um uh, would say <laughs> He would daven that no woman should miscarry. So the al said that, that 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 doesn't mean physically. It means that on the Rashani Kippur Jews are filled with Jews are filled with, with hopes and with and with, with sadness, are filled with determination and resolve to make it a better year. And to do and to learn more to Dav more to do more mitzvahs and to stay away from Avayers. So the reason i said that when that when the Kingodal would would in the this she said no woman no Jewish woman should miscarry, it didn't only mean physically, it meant no Jew miscarry these hopes and these ideas, and these dreams of becoming better. We should give birth to to healthy full-term mitzvahs and ideas of learning. That's that's the deeper meaning of the tefill of the Kingodl. <coughs> For each and every one of us in Yom Kippur, because there are many, there are many svarim, there are many Swarm that the Rebbe said that he was pregnant with, ideas that he had, feelings that he that he was planning to, that he was planning to to put into writing, and so it is with each and every one of us. We we just some are more of a, are more aware of it than others, and i not. There's a whole story about when Netziv when he when he finished the shelters and he made a whole see me after he wrote the sheiltas because you know he, the, the simcha of the nitziv. you know when when he was a child when he was a child so um there wasn't much hope for him in learning for the nitziv. it's a famous story but, well i'm just saying it very in a, in a very short way there wasn't much hope for him and um he wasn't he wasn't concentrating on learning and he didn't display any he didn't display any uh great karchus in learning and uh, he overheard his parents one, one, one night night uh, crying. They were considering, "What are we going to do? We're going to have to send them. To, what are we going to do with Hirschleib? We're going to have to send them. I guess to to go out to work." In those days, in those days, it was you. You couldn't be a freeloader. You know, you had to. You, you were learning. You were learning. If you weren't learning, you go to work. Right? It'd be a lot easier for the people to learn if that. If, if those who were supposed to be working would go to work instead of. Instead of spending everybody else's money, so um, so what are we going to do? He's going to have to go. He's going to have to go to to work. Isn't? And 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 uh, and the nitziv heard that and he was broken hearted and he cried, and uh, and he became the nitziv. He, he he asked for another chance and he was learning. He became the nitziv and he broke through. So this so this uh, at that time when he finished that amazing the amazing work on the shilta, Sahamik Sha'ela, so the Netziv said at that seim, at that gathering that he that he uh, that he called at the, at the celebration of completing the sefer. So he was he discussed this. He told this story about about his <coughs> change of heart that night and the simcha that he had because until that time, could you imagine? He said, you know, the, the Netziv wrote svarman on, on every subject of Torah. The Netziv wrote on everything, shas, chumash. He wrote, in, he wrote in everything. So the Netziv said that those Sfarim were in Shemaim; they were waiting in Shemaim to be drawn into this world. They were waiting in, in, in the higher world to be brought into this world. And, they would, and until that time, he hadn't fulfilled his obligation, his debt to the Shilts, to the Hamik of that Sefer that was waiting to, that was waiting for him to give birth to it. So the Rebbe says here, is When will I pay? It, when will I? Fulfill the obligation that my soul has taken upon herself. Because he says, I, I'm expecting all these, I'm, I'm pregnant. My mind and my heart, and my soul are filled with ideas, concepts, those that I'm aware of, those that I might not be aware of, that, uh, that I, I want to bring into the world and that he feels obligated to bring to the world. And even 70, 80, 90 years wouldn't suffice. Which when the when the Ariya Kodesh, I, t- I mentioned a few weeks ago in one of the Shabbos here, that when the Ariya Kaddish was sleeping, when the Ariya Kaddish was sleeping, and uh, and Rabbi Chaim Vital on Shabbos, Arizal took a nap. and Rabbi Chaim Vital sat next to him, and Aviezol was that his lips were constantly moving when he would sleep. When he was sleeping, he was he was constantly saying Torah and his lips were moving. And when he when he woke up, he said that he was so that Remittal said that Rebbe, I, I couldn't understand what you were saying you were saying Tarvis so Haral said that I was that there was a certain Indian in the, in Bilam's donkey in that Indian of the of the Al-Sain of Bilaam, that uh, I was working on on a certain site and a certain mystery of that Indian that in this world would take me eight, 80 years uh, if I would discuss it all day and all night 80 years it would take to explain this Indian that I just in this nap 80 years. So it's hard to know what a person has inside. I tell right, uh, in a, in, a, in a league of his own. But each and every one of us. So the Rabbi says, um the kol rishimas That may it be that from the. And this bracha, this bracha I think, is, 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 is coming true, is being fulfilled. That the Rebbe said that whatever he would be able to write, may it be that from that small amount that he's able to write, that many inyonim, many things should come forth from those words that he writes. From those words that he writes. He has, the, there's a, uh, one of our chaveyrim here used to be in the Chabur, Chaim Nachman. So uh, he became friends with, with the, you know, the Rebbe, the Piz brother was the Admor HaKhalutz. We spoke about him once before. He was called the Admor HaKhalutz, of Shaila was in Tel Aviv, he was called the Admora Khalutz because he, became, he because he didn't want to be a Rabbi. He didn't he, even though he had a he was supposed to be a Rabbi. I mean he had, you know he, he was uh he was in line to be a Rabbi, but he he didn't want to do that. And instead he went out and he uh, he lived in, in, in the Yeshuv in the Moshav, someplace I don't remember where, in the Galil and he was working with other Jews and he was uh, he was at Tzaddik. and he was a car of hundreds of people like this. In the fields, and he was like a throwback to the uh, to the early days of Chizidus, his brother Reb Pshayla, and um, he was an unbelievable eye of Yisro. He was very very close to Rav Kook. He was the Yididus the Rav Kook, and he actually wrote a sefer on Rav Kook's ideas on Eretz the Rebbe's brother. So he was called Admor Chalutz, the pioneer, the Rebbe, the pioneer Admor Chalutz. So this, so this, that's Admor of Pshayla, who's that's the one who the Rebbe said had his writing sent to. Bashaila. So that Rabbi Upshailub um has a son had a son who who died a few years ago, you know, in know, it's Israel. And he had a son. And that son now is uh Nachman said is is opening up some sort of a bismedrish in Ramat in Ramat Chemish. Imagine? And Chaim Nachman happened to like he met up with him. Like it's an amazing because Chaim Nachman loves the Swarm and you know he moved and he got to Ramat Vishabras So he says, and then he met up like with you know this this seed over there, the, the Rebbe's the Rebbe's nephew, the nephew. Great nephew. It's uh and he's the one he's he's work he's trying to have the safer translated and, and, and uh and republished. It's been translated, but to, to but the work on the Rebbe's Swarm. So father and this this one was opening or wants to open up his marriage So, not this chama to explained to me a little bit uh, uh his father was a paquid it's like he worked in an office someplace shayla's son it wasn't wasn't a ravra uh, he was a he, he was a real polish Eid, you know but he wasn't uh wasn't into the into the uh, into the ad so you see the rabbi wrote it was only the Rebbe was only uh, able to write a little bit in his life and and the things are fruitful and the words are multiplying that has to do also with inside of us that when we when we when you hear something when you learn something sometimes you hear like sometimes you you hear you hear a tire from somebody or you you look at a tire let's say you open up you open up a svasamis. So you open up a spasamas, you know, it's like twenty five lines, you look at the spasamus, you say, ah, that's very nice, and you and, and that's it, you walk away from it. That's not how you should learn a spasamus. Or any safe I'm just giving an example because that's the last thing I was learning last night. So you 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 open up a spasamus and the way to learn a spasamis is that is that you you learn it and when you learn it, that's conception. And then you take that idea that now you that now that now that there's been a, a a fertilization inside of your mind and your heart, so now you you take that thought, and 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 you go with it. You remember I once told you that there was a that there was a chassid a Lubavitcher chassid who um, he told the Fiddiky Rabbi. So the Fiddiky Rabbi asked him, no, there was a year there was a big over Hashem. Like a Lubavitcher chassid like a a working guy like you know like a uh, he wasn't a learned guy. He was uh, an amharitz But a chasidu shayid, like with a bread, with a fire. So the Fiduq Rebbe asked him, whatever his name was, Yankel, where do you take your avaida? Like, you know, he seems like this yid going 80 years, like, like on fire, mamish. And he's a posh of the guy. So the Fiduq Rebbe says, well, no, Yankala, where do you take your avaida from? says, so He says that, that because, he says because 70 years before, whatever, 65 years before, the, the Rebbe's father, the Rashab, the Rebbe, the rabbi Shalom Bear said to him a certain, uh, uh, when he was in Yechidahs, he said to him a sentence. One sentence. I, mean, I said I don't remember the sentence. One sentence. That if it were me or you, we would say, that was pretty nice. And then you just go to work. But this Yid, for, for his whole life, for his whole life, he was on fire with this one sentence that the Rebbe told him. Like he was taking it in all of his avoidance, his learning and his davening, was was, was for 70 years. Was going from that sentence that the Rebbe told him in, in Yechidus. That's a Chassidus and the and the the ability of a person to, to to take a concept and that that should become should become fertile, and that the idea should have children and grandchildren. That's why there are certain people. Then they go to a shia, Then we have we have a lot of here. Then they go to a shia, So then. Uh, I always have the greatest naches, you know. Like, you, like, like there'll be a Shia. and like three weeks later, three weeks later, that that someone will say, you know, that I was thinking about that Indian that, that 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 we learned three weeks ago, and now I also understand the pshat and the, you know this Rashi. So that's the most amazing thing, because that guy walks out of the Shia, you know, and, and he's expecting. He walks out, he's expecting. The other people in Nabuck uh, it could be that, that nothing happened or Nabuch uh, there was a miscarriage, uh, stillborn, whatever. God forbid. But then you have a yid you have a yid that he he gives birth to a new idea. He gives birth to an idea. That's good. that that's that's why we're here in this world. It's Ramish to live we live by specifically satire and the luqus and godliness. So he says Biddabra Malch, the next to the last line in the, in the new safe, if <coughs> and the Rebbe says, "What would Daven Mel's All of Daven Mel's for what? Al <laughs> I Don't take me away, don't, don't take me away from this world, having only lived half my life. Don't take me away in the midst of my days. So, so the meaning of that, the Rebbe says, is, is not just." The Rebbe is not the Davar is not just talking about Yomim, Shali. It's not just the Davar wasn't wasn't uh, but the Cheshbon of Davar is that he should that he should uh, be able you know to collect social security or something, or that his family should be financially secure or whatever the Cheshbon is that people have that they need to that they need to move on and persevere. The Davar was that. No, it's not just a question of time, yomim. but the The question of of the the day of the day means how do you use your day? How do you use the day? This is this is the thing that I, I, I'm most I'm most uh, frightened by. You know, you think about the, in the course of 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 the of the day, how many hours, how many minutes are put to, to really to to use a uh, taqlis whether it means learning and davening a mitzvahs, or even saying good words to the Jews and so on—that's what it means. Not only that, but, there, but David, Malchus, David Malchus knew that he had he had certain chavis that can imagine. We don't understand this, but David Malchus had things that he had to say and things that he had to do that were going to take care of the Jewish people till till Mashiach. He had to take care of unbelievable things till Mashiach would come. So, so he constantly felt that unbelievable need. Nidor la Hashem ashalem, right? When he said nedar in in, in halav, nedar la Hashem ashalem, negdem lachol amei, nedar la Hashem ashalem, must be something that Melch couldn't forget for one second of his life. Hashem, helped me to fulfill my vows, and and he wasn't talking about stamazoyon either. He's in meant. The chayvis of his soul—that he knew that he had unbelievable and nefesh and that there was something that he had to bring into the world that was that was going to that was going to illuminate and shine till the end of time, till the end of time. That it was and it was necessary for him to bring to the world, and that was that was the the uh, that was his tefillah. You know, by the great chasna. When the Belatani and the and the and the Kedusha's Levi became a Khutanim, the famous Khasana. You know, the married grandchildren, it became a Khutanim to the grandchildren, the Balatani and the Bedicha. Kedusha's Levi. So you can imagine it's a big Khassana, you know. Uh and the chasana, there are a lot of stories of Machasana. So so by the uh, by the um, by the table, so the um so the, the uh Tanya, who of course was much younger than the Kaddushes Levi, so Baal they they put mashke, and the Tanya gave, gave a lachaim to the Mechutin to Kaddushes Levi, and he said Mechutin <coughs> shall have yamim, shall have long years, and should be uh, with what and should be brachah in Gashmias and in ruchnias. So he said in physical matters and in spiritual matters. So the so the Bedichshavah said. Physi- he says, Mechut, and he said to the Tanya, physical matters and then spiritual matters. Gashmis and So the Tanya was not one to be outsmarted, and everything that he did was with, uh, of course, a chashman. So the Tanya said, That's what Yaakov Avinu does. You see by Yaakov Avinu, he, he davin Hashem. That's only, Lechem, Lechel, Begit, Lil And then, Hashem, you Hashem. Know, then it should be that Hashem should be my God. So he first asked for Gashmis, He asked for clothing, for food, and then he asked for the Shalom. So that's the Baruch of Gashmis and So the so Kedusha Levi said, are you talking about... How can you compare? Are you talking about the Gashmis? Are talking about clothing and bread? That's Yaakov and Vinus Gashmis. So the Tanya said, How can you compare It's Yaakov and Vinus It's Yaakov and Vinus Right? So, Ba'il's also. Ba'il's also. So the Tanya was saying, in Gashmis and Ruchni is, that a person should realize that every single moment of his life, every single second of his life, there's potential bracha there's unbelievable bracha that can come from it and you have to you have to give life you have to be at that moment Mem Gimel here again the Rebbe talks about death and it's it's, it's really it's amazing I think this is all filled with Ruach HaKardish. Adam Adam Men <laughs> this is this is one of the painful these painful tires that um, that that you just have to um, you have to think about it a little bit. It's hard to, it's hard really to think about too much. He says, "Adam to each person, each and every one of us, he's telling us, he's reminding us that with each step that you take, you're getting further and further away from life." And you're getting closer and closer to the grave. You might remember we were talking about uh, two weeks ago in Shulshudas there was a Ksav Seyfer we did in Vayichi. Mishra sure could die to, to, to think about it, to look over that Ksav Seyfer. Then you Because then the Pesach repeats. Afterwards, Vayichi Yaakov, it says again the years of his life. So there's life and there's life. Right? There's a person who's alive in this world, but every single second, every single second of life, he's just moving closer to death, and that's all it really means. And then there's another person who, every single step of his life, he's moving closer to eternal life. Right? He's getting closer to being really alive. And it's a difference. Right? You remember, I, that's why I, I, we went over that story of the of the clock of the Chayyim of Lublin. So. The Rebbe says, Every single thing that you're doing is bringing you one step closer to the grave, and every breath that you take is one closer to not breathing. So what's what's going on with you with your halimus, with your dreams? And why does your heart why does your heart confuse you and deceive you to say, immerse yourself even more into this world. Hold on even tighter to things of this world. Conquer and take hold of even more and more of the physical world. How does your heart tell you such a thing? What what are you? You crazy? You're going to die soon. You're getting closer to death, and and here all you're worried about is is, all you're worried about are those things that that um, that in a short time are going to be completely meaningless, maybe worse than meaningless. And it's going to come a time. It's going to come a time for the last for the last step. for those of you, I mean, I'm looking around the chaverim. so we have uh, one or two that that maybe uh, are a little bit moving on more past past the 30s, 40s. But you know, I I really, you know, there's a time in life when you look at these. Like I, I've seen this. Before and I've seen these tires before, and there's a time in life that you look at them and say, no, and then and then uh, it's a funny thing that bo my daughter, since my daughter's a caller. and I'm saying, we're planning a wedding, not in any morbid way. I'm not thinking like you know, I, I'm not like that. Like start to think, you know worry about. It. I'm not worried. I'm not morbid, but like you start to think about this, it, uh, something's going on. Then I think you know, I'm starting to feel like that. There's a, there's a uh, a, a, a next, the next stage, the next step, and uh, and it's a funny thing. You begin to you begin to think a little bit about about what is it that you're trying to leave behind in, in the world, and what is it you're trying to to accomplish in the world. And there are other times when you can look at a tire, you know you show this like to an eighteen year old guy. It's like a joke. Like, yeah, what am I'm getting one step closer to the grave. It's, I'm getting one step closer to the plate. <laughs> <laughs> me today, huh? I'm getting closer to the plate. That's it, right? So uh, you can't even hear it. And there's another time in life, and that's all that you could hear. That's all that you could hear. Uh, you, you think? Guess it was probably, uh, huh? This was probably 25 years old maybe. Yeah, it's hard to know. It's hard to know. He definitely was not an old man. He, he listen. He died a young man. He wasn't an old man. It's hard to know how old he was. But um, he, he, he thought about this. And, and the tzaddikim. Um, the Tzaddikim remembered Yisqa Yasqal Yavamisa. It was something that was in their minds. It was something, again, not any kind of a chasu sholm, any kind of a depressing way. For kid, it was something that, that would drive them to accomplish more. A person who was depressed, you know, a person who was depressed, the saddest thing is when you see an old person who just sort of wastes away the last years of his or her life. It's the saddest thing, you know. And, um,. And it's the most exciting thing when you see an older person whose mamish uh, engaged in life, and that is retired and now is able to use the time in a, in a way that he wasn't able to use before. And he's to learn, or she's, you know, to to go to, you know, to go to the bicholim and you know whatever. I meet women, you know whatever. You know the ladies that the mamish. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. We were, when we were going last week, Israel. We went last week to the Malava Malka. So there were a lot of old people. Actually, my brother was giving a sheer in Tanach in Navi. So there were a lot of older people, they should all be well, they were coming out from the shi'a. And, and um, my sister-in-law told me that it was mostly, was that Oilam. So I was thinking, I had such a I was thinking about, look at this. you from the here they're... they're look, they're, they're, this, is, this is what gives them simcha. That they're going to hear a shi'a, and once the Shabbos they go to hear an avi shi'a, to hear Tanakh, And to learn this is the simcha, is the chiyas, this is what makes them excited. <coughs> there's nothing that's, there's nothing that's more beautiful in the world so you have two people one person thinks about the grave approaching and, and that and that ignites within the person a determination to to be able to come and to face who holding the head up and then there's another person who just who just becomes depressed and, and buries his head in the ground and she says "Vahaya." The the of Swas He says that as soon as it's going to come to the last step, right when you're standing by the edge of the grave, and you're going to come to the edge of the grave, and you're going to like look inside. And like we saw when we were learning there, he has really a detailed uh, description of that, a pretty frightening description of that whole scene. So imagine, like he says, imagine yourself standing by the, by the edge of your own grave, Bas in and you take a peek in. Right? Take a look in there. And then what are you going to say? says, so you're going to scream out. Titsak, you're going to scream. Olam, Olam, mimcha ad halayim. You're going to scream out, Olam, Olam, Olam haza. You're going to start screaming, I can't believe this. Why have you abandoned me? What have you done to me? What have you done to me? And then, you know, like you... All, all, all your employees and all, all, all the people that, that used to schmooze with you in the bank because you were a good customer. Like they all stand with you over there and they say, Mr. So-and-so, you're on your own. Shkayach. <laughs> 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 <coughs> Shkayach. It was a pleasure taking your money and doing business with you. Have a safe trip. <labeled grammar> Where, how, have, how, how have I been thrown away from you to this point? to this to come and I've been brought to this place of death. Well kwa here's your HaMelech. Amalah. HaMelech already warned us. He reminded us Adaha Yismaihu that that the depth, the grave, is supporting our steps, which means Khal Shalish, every step that a person takes. Tmihu smikh alha it's really supporting and furthering the claim that the grave has over him. There's, there's unbelievable depth in this in this tire here. So look, the highest level of learning is that a Jew should learn lishma, just for the sake of of being attached to Hashem, for the sake of serving Hashem. So you, it, it, but but then there's a level that you know shalay it's that is not necessarily for the for the highest intent, for the highest purpose. But uh, you're you're interested, you're fascinated, you want to learn, you want to you want to grow in understanding and so on. So so we know that shalay The Gemara says that that from that original level of learning, which is which is not pure, which is not for the purest motives. A person can be drawn to the highest level of learning. So but the Rebbe explains that it's not so simple. if you want the kind of learning which is, which it's a Shalai Lashma, but it will lead, it will lead to the higher level of learning that's Lashma, then ha So there's only, the Rebbe says there's one Eitzah. This this is an unbelievable thing he explains here. The Eitzah is, Beside that, your learning might be shalay it Might not have the most. Uh, might not have the ideal. You know. Uh, might not be that, you, that you're driven by the most. Um, the most perfected motives. Nevertheless, one thing you have to do, even when you're learning shalay lishma, is make mekserch lechavatir, which means throw your entire brain into what you're learning. Concentrate mamish with all that you have. When you're learning, put your kaychas into it. So let's say you you have another you know, your ideas that you should be able to be a Talmud hakham you should be able to say oh, all the fancy tar whatever your other khajman is, it's not the purest intent. But it but when you're learning when you're learning, the learning should be in such a way where it's ha make a seikhla you you learn on the deepest level you can. gurakol Garga seich Shebakhog, try to gather every tiny little particle of intellect that's within you, of Sekhum. La Skiya ha hatayr and to pour it and to pour it into, a, into that understanding of you know, That When you're learning that when you're learning that, that the learning should be with unbelievable concentration and to and 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 with all and and, and with all your kaichis of seichel. Not like you have very often that a person when it comes to when it comes to business, when it comes to other things, or you know, or a guy's reading an article so he puts, you know, he's, he asks Kashas and terutsim and his whole kseis and shavshmitz. You know, on this on this Wall Street Journal and and then he go on the train and then the chaverim continue the pilpul on the train and then later on at work and there's still more foulful and what do you think and this is what I think and he learns he learns the newspaper b'i and not just the bikis. So so a person a person who really wants to come to love of learning taira l'shma or to learn that the Loyalishma should be a Lushma that brings to Lishma, so he has to be ma'ayin and with every power of intellect that he has. That so the time that he's learning should be in such a way. Therefore, the best time to learn is when a person can do that. You know? And that's why the stipler wrote so many letters about the stipler the stipler was very strong in his, in his feelings that, that the Yeshiva Barucham should go to sleep at a decent hour. He spoke at about ten o'clock disciple is all the time saying that the bacham should go to sleep at 10 o'clock and should get up at 4 o'clock to learn. Go to sleep at 10 o'clock. A lot of times you're sitting there at night. I don't know if this ever happened to you when you're, you're reading this. You, you learn it or something and you learn it like 10 times and you, and you never learned it. You're just reading it and you're reading it and it doesn't go. You see something like that. So you have to learn in such a way where, where, where you're able to concentrate and all your, with all your kachas of thinking. Now, if you don't occupy yourself with this level of shalolishma, where, where, you think that, that, that is going to bring Lishma if you just have a casual way of learning. He says it's not true. The only Lishma that's going to reach a level of Lishma is when your learning is Be'ian. It's Be'ian. It's in, it's in depth. And maybe this helps us understand, he's going to explain why. And maybe this helps us understand why so much of that, so much of the time in the Yeshiva is to spend. Uh, that, the, that they have a be'ian state. In other words, to try to, 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 to focus and to sharpen the minds as opposed to just flowing through a lot of material which is learned in, in, a, in a more superficial way that a person should be ma'ayin, that it should be bi'iyin. Now why is that? she so he says, if you, occupy, if you do not occupy yourself with that type of a shalaya it's going to be very hard for you to come to a, to a, a higher level of learning. Of learning Lishma for, the, for, the, for holy reasons. Claimer, why is this? He says, no, What he's going to say now is not just about learning, it's about everything in life. But especially learning. Why is, it that it's, why is it that it's hard for us to learn lishma? Why is it that it's so hard to learn just for the sake of being Avidasha? Hashem? Why is it so hard? The reason is because a person's soul, a person is used to, during his life, to doing everything for his own benefit. Everything's with a... The husband is the husband is, you know, how can this work for me? What does this do for me? That's the most natural thing from the time that we were babies. That's all the baby's thinking about is me. And became, and, and and we grow up with this with this with this primary thought. And the thought is the thought is me. And, and how will it serve my own personal purposes? So a person has a hergal a person has a hergel, a way of thinking about things in such a way that as Muggelas Lassakeltai Vasa. Therefore, from the time that we, from the time that we're in the world, our minds, our souls are surrounded with with desires and 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 thoughts that are all focused on 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 satisfying oneself, one's thoughts and feelings to have you know, to satisfy oneself. Now, learning time means that you're learning it not for yourself. You're learning it for Kodesh Baruch You're learning it for a higher reason. So the Rebbe says this is a problem. Afim, Lishmah, Even though, you know, you say, I want to learn Tarif. I, I just want to be an Ebed Hashem. I want to do this mitzvah just for Hashem. I want to be, I want to learn. It should be just Lishmah. But it's very hard. Because Boz HaShe'i Fus Because since the time that you're in the world, your entire your, your entire way of thinking has been to, to what can I do with that Cheshma for me? Your whole, your whole upbringing is for me. For me, what can I do for me? And how does this serve my purposes? And how does this help me? That's the whole. That's the whole is. This Therefore, that natural, that natural, um, that natural obsession with the self can take any rots and any will or any taiva. And make it crooked. Words, it always comes back to you. It always comes back to you. So if I, you know, you could there's certain people that you could be talking to them. Let's say you could be sitting at a table with three or four Jews, and you could be learning, you know, gemara and cheskes And there's a guy that says, "Oh, uh, my, my." Uh, he starts talking about giving you a whole biography about, you know, something that's the bechelal, not nageya. But since when he, every time he learns anything, it's only me, even when he's learning, it's only me. So, for some reason, like he remembers a barbecue that he had with his grandparents, you know, he talks about when, he, when he's learning this Gemara, Baba Basra. And anything that you learn with him, whatever you're talking about, it always comes back to that me. Me, I. So it always comes back to that. <laughs> so, so my sister told me a funny line. I had this. I think I almost told to you a few years ago. I was on the phone. My sister, she should be well. She was talking. She was talking about something that she that was worrying her for a long time. And then she said this very funny. And I'm listening. Uh, mm, uh mm, You know. And uh, she was going on and on and on. Uh, and uh, so my sister says. Then she realized. She realized at some point like this is just an. You know, she's just an hour, just going like on this Indian, and uh, and she says. Maisha look, enough about me. What do you think about me? <laughs> enough about, me. enough about me. What do you think about me? Right? This is like, all right, I'm, I'm done talking about myself. Now I want to hear what everybody else thinks about me. So, if a person this whole life, this is what, this is the way that, this is the way that, you, know, this is the way you think. This is how you think. So it's very hard to learn the because there's always this like an angle. What do I get out of this? There's always that angle. How does this? What? Do, what? Are, how do I benefit? What do I make from this? I mean, here in America, you know, the, the whole, the whole culture, the whole society is that's that's all the things about. It's the most, it's the most selfish society that ever existed. The most selfish time, you know. That's uh, that, that's become that has become the greatest ideal, the self. And even good people say, you know, it's for you. And treat yourself. Take care of yourself. Everything's the self, the self, the self. And it's very hard to have a machshava that's not filled with that. It's very hard. So he says, yeah, Lachain, so therefore, Aphim writes to Hulasik Lashma, Bozashivis Latzma, Umachlus, and the Taiva Tzachvin Yuser, Umahiya Taiva Batzma. what the Rebbe says. What is Taiva itself? What is desire itself? Just raw. Desire. He says, Rotson Stomi Hu. It's a simple, the way it's translated, so it was a good translation in, 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 the, in the translation of the uh, Tzavazirs. He said, that it's a simple, formless life drive. I thought that was pretty neat. It's a simple, formless life drive, which means that Taiva or Yatzer or Rotson, before it's becoming clothed in a specific thing, you know, this ice cream. Or to go to this ball game, or to have this nap. You know, before it's becoming clothed in something, in something concrete, what, what's a tayiv? It's a ruah drive. That's all it is. It's a, it's, it's a formless life drive. It's formless. Doesn't have a specific shape. Doesn't have a specific form. But it, but it's a drive. It's it's just ichvil. I want. But but it's not clear yet what. But ichvil. So. It's something that there's a drive, there's a will that a person, that, that a need to, to have for me, for the self. The Rebbe explains that the hunger that a person feels, when a person's hungry, he says, isn't enough. So let's say the person just has a formless life drive, a formless life drive that's called hunger, and it means to, to, to fill his to, to fill his home, to, to to satisfy, to have something. So that's that's the rodson. There's a rodson. Now that rodson, that rodson, the Rebbe says um, that that taiva, that raw taiva, he says. To that taiva, that desire. So that alone is not going to get you to prepare supper. It's not going to prepare. You're not going to prepare a meal. There are a lot of people who are hungry, but they're not. They're not. They're not out there at work on time, and they're not putting in a hard day's work in, in order to be able to pay for all these things and to be able to have what to eat. They're hungry. There's a hunger. There's a taiva. There's no question about it. But it doesn't necessarily, it hasn't necessarily taken on a specific form, which is what? I gotta go to work. Or a specific form. I better, I better prepare supper. It hasn't taken a specific, it's just a (laughs) taiva. It could be even such a person. He's, he might be, he's lazy, whatever he is. Not, or he doesn't, he's not going to go to work. He doesn't have any money. He doesn't prepare anything. <laughs> you see with people who are depressed, the Rabbi says. With people who are depressed. <laughs> you have people who, who, you have people who are depressed. Even though, even if they're hungry. They don't, they don't even go to the trouble. like They don't bother to... to, to to take care of themselves, to eat, or to to go and to prepare something. They just let themselves, you know, they let themselves w- wither away. And you ask him, are you hungry? He says, what well, you, know, I'm starving. So go to work, do something. You know, go to the grocery. He's a person, there's such a thing, that the person can have a very strong taiva, he's very hungry, but his rotson hasn't taken any concrete shape or form that brings him to, to actually... Coming up with supper, as he says, he says. <speaking in Hebrew> and so on. Yes, yeah, so the, it's, it's it's like with everything. <speaking in Hebrew> so Hashem Isbruch has Hashem Isbruch has done this. He has infused within, within us a certain thing that's called rodson. The A person has a Ratsan. Hashem didn't create us. Hashem didn't create us with like a million rites. Like a Russian to do this, a not to do that, a Russian to a Russian to a not to get to work on time, a Russian to get to shul on time, a not to prepare breakfast, a not to prepare that's not how Hashem created us. They have explained that Hashem created us with one life drive now what you do with that that's a question of your avoid but there's one life drive so this is what he explains <laughs> it's not what he created you with many <laughs> with a will to eat with a will to drink this is what man has one undifferentiated life drive to get what I need. That's what you have. That you want what you feel is missing. You what you what's missing is what you need. And you have this life drive to fulfill that which is missing. Lamalaysa, to fill that emptiness. Now if there's something that you're if there's something that you have a shi'ifah for, okay, so let's say you have a shi'ifa for wealth. For whatever reason, you saw you saw some show and it looks like it's nice to be rich. Or it's more comfortable, whatever it is, you, you, you know, you have this sheif for wealth. So if you have a sheif for wealth, so now what happens is as follows. You have this natural, unbelievable life drive that Hashem created in you. Now, the question of what is it that you're going to fill it with, is, is, that, that's what's your shifa, and if your shifa is for, is for wealth, so then you could, then you might spend, you know, 18 hours a day working towards that. And thinking and dreaming and eating and talking, and everything is just on that opinion of how to make more money. That's all it is. Now it's no longer an undifferentiated life drive. Now it's taken on a concrete form. And that concrete form is wealth. And that was a decision that you made. Or it was some influence because. You know, maybe you, like your parents are like this and they uh, had some hashpah, whatever it is. But that's not what you were created with. Like, the the verse didn't create you, didn't make you into a workaholic. You have a life drive. But Hashem didn't specify the life drive for this or for that. It's whatever you feel is missing. What you feel is missing, then then that life drive, that's the, what she called What she called before, uh, what was it, Stami, yeah, and Stami that raw or, or, or formless life drive you now give it form so you take that and you apply it you apply it to work and you become like a workaholic. and, and say so, no i don't need to have a wife i don't need to have kids i don't need to have any simple i don't need to have anything i just need to have i just need to have work so that's the form that you've chosen that's the, the and the shifa is connected and now you have a raksim. And and then the person says, I don't I, and he said, Why do you spend your life like that? He says, Okay, This is what I want. It's my Rodson. I don't know. It's my Rodson. <laughs> it's like a raging sea. He asks, Oh, it becomes mamish like a like a raging sea. He says, is You know, when you have waves. So the waves the waves themselves will drown anything that's in their path. The waves. The wave doesn't. The the wave's not focusing on a person or a toy or a dog. The waves. The waves' attitude is like this: whatever comes here, I take. I'm going to sweep along anything that comes in my path. If it's a, if it's a a person, if it's an animal, if it's a toy, if it's a piece of paper, whatever it is, a piece of garbage, I take it. So the Rebbe says. That's what a rotson is. It's amazing. That's what it means, a sheaf, a drive, a will. He says, there are waves. In one place, on the ocean, the waves will swallow up a, uh, a boat and, and sink a boat. Another place, uh, an animal got swallowed up by the ocean, a wave. But then the ocean is, is equally satisfied with, uh, with uh, swallowing up some soda can. Whatever happens to be there. But whatever is there, the ocean, will, the ocean will, will take. The ocean is not afraid of anything that it encounters in its path, and it's not going to hold back. What do you, the rabbi says, you think there are different kinds of waves? Oh, look at that, here's, a, here's an anti-soda can wave approaching. But the rest of us are fine, don't worry. Uh, there's another huge wave. Don't worry, that wave is just so for the That's not how it works. It's a wave. So he says, it's really just one ocean. It's really just one storm. But in that one storm, in that one ocean, so it could be behemoth of so people and, and papers and things, but it's just one ocean, it's one storm. you don't have any different waves. Mehem like there's one wave that says, oh, I'm looking to get I'm looking to swallow up a behemoth. That's what I, this wave says, that's what I really want for supper is a like a, you know, I really, like a French pool. That's what I want for supper. Oh, mehem Then you have another way that says, nah, I'm not interested today in dogs. I want to take an ocean liner. That's not how it works. He says, echad yesh. There's one storm, one anger, one raging ocean. Zaf echad. Shalyam echad. One storm, one ocean. And it comes in different ways. You see it here, you see it there. It swallows up different things. And if and if you're, you've had your if you you ate and you're not hungry anymore, so you're still a big balrodsen. So now you ate, so you're no longer hungry for solids. But now the now the drive moves over a little bit. In other words, it's one drive you have. You have one undifferentiated life force that's called taiva, shi'ifa. That's what you have, one life drive. Then the shadows, what, what do you, what's in its way? You have one storm and one ocean. So now I'm done eating. So now I'm just drinking. Or whatever it is. But that's not, that's not what Hashem gave you. That's not what Hashem gave you. He gave you a life drive. But times is for this the times is for that. Now, what happens if you already had your life drive as far you, you, that that wave already took care of your eating and drinking, so you're full and you can't do anymore. You you you, you you've gone through the shmorgs about three or four times, and you already sat down and you stayed for the main and for the vini's table. So then. You look around and you say, I don't know, I still have some life drive left of me today. So what do you do with that? So you find the next carbon and you get into some stupid conversation. It's, 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 it's some Irish guy. Some, you know You have to do something with it. There's a little bit left. Young people, it's mamish, uh, tidal waves, tidal waves. That's why you have to figure out something to do with it. It's crazy stuff. you got to find, you know, you got to open up a gym somewhere. Give a guy a basketball. Because the life drive is smurdig. So what happens? He says, (laughs) If there's some energy left of life force, of drive, (laughs) Go into some narishkeit. Live lower. To swallow. That's all it wants, is to swallow. What it swallows? Food, drink, narishkeit. Taivus could be, God forbid, a television show. Whatever it is, narishkeit. I've seen many times we spoke about, he spoke about this before. I've seen old men, old people. That they have that they have for things that are stupid, like little children. They have childish uh, childish uh, desires, an irish kind. That's simple life drive that accompanies us throughout life. Nisakla has become has has gone off course. Well ball and it's therefore it's like a a wave and it's chosen uh, it swallows knows it's one wave, but this this wave is taking garbage now that one wave of your wanting of your desire that one wave here the difference of course is that we have a the ocean doesn't, and you can make a decision that this wave that I'm going to swallow more learning and more diving and more and more 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 and so on, but if not, then even an old person could could uh could fill himself with and Minarishkay. Hashiva give Shuta Malavas Hamalabas raham this akla bologam refish. it took in garbage, a pog shall dark that it met along its path, Kamaya Galamanitha from Yazafayam like the waves of the ocean. Vaf and even Kishaloi made lefar mim lishma. And the Rabbi says, even if sometimes you feel like the learning is going well and you're learning the Shema, since it's so hard to quiet down that sheifa, that taiva, that 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 from the very beginning you're used to filling that life drive with what you're used to filling that life drive with what with with uh, with things that make that with with things that satisfy me. min Since you're a kid. That life drive is focused on satisfying one thing, the self. Therefore you can't, it's very hard to get out of that, to climb out of that. So therefore the result of that is, even when you're trying to learn L'shma you become confused. You begin to have thoughts but, People are going to say that I'm this and I, and I know how to learn and I use this and, you know, in other words, you drift away from the Shaloilashma and, and, and you're and the wave begins to take in that, that feeling of, of learning for the self. Here's where it helps. This is why it helps to learn biin. To pour every single ounce of Rodson into the page of Gemara. To pour out every single Power of intellect into the Rashi, into the Tosfos, and to leave nothing for something else. That when that when you're there, that's that's where you are with mamish, with heart and soul. Like I told you that word from the from the tzaddik, from the Rebbe Chas Glikush that Hashem told Moshe b'Nayalei Elai HaHara, come up to the mountain. It's not enough just to go up to Har but when you're there, you have to be there. VeHayesham. It means that that mamish, that that every ounce of your being. That there shouldn't be any life force that's left outside of this page of Gemara that you learn bi'in. because when that happens, he says, ki iin When you look at something and you're learning bi'in, then you then you Miskasha you become attached because now that you put all your life force into this, you forget everything else. Now it's now it's it touches your heart. It's you. It's mamish you. It's Mamas you. They call Khassarin Yadia What hurts you, it bothers you. It hurts you and bothers you that this that, that you can't understand the Pshaft and the Gemara that it bothers you, you don't get the Taiswis. And you have a tsar, you have an, you're it, it, you're upset by it. Why? Because because the self isn't satisfied. And you're pouring your entire being into this. When we call you and you delight and enjoy every single terrace that you hear, when you pour your thoughts and you and you're learning then what all your is all that life force and energy and drive is 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 poured into your learning, and then you no longer have this. Thought of the self and just to satisfy the self, because it's being because it's being poured into Hashem's Torah, then Vegamhi b'sarosu neshkar v'rotzana toryatis, Then you begin to, then that that pure, that pure and 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 undiluted rotsun to serve Hashem begins to blossom. Ba'alishmoi gala, bein menucha bein and then that feeling of that that sense of learning torah for the right reason will will we'll begin to will begin to form and shape in your in your life. When you when your learning is in such a way with your <laughs> the mashkia biun bi'ein mamish, then the most natural need of the self is not to do such a thing. It's to just to take it easy, is to relax. And when you pour all your kark isheeen into that learning, to that page, the baby says then then we're hoping that the Shalila Shma can eventually bring to you bring you to a state of Lishma. We should be it we, should be- we should be- the taste of that.